0: Hey everyone, Siobhan Chapman here and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation. My guest will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. Welcome, Brian. We're happy to have you.
1: Thanks, Siobhan. Good morning, everyone.
0: All right, perfect. So let's get started. Beginning with the October employment report, which you received just a few moments ago. How did the data measure up to your expectations, and how would you characterize the current condition of the U.S. labor market?
1: So the report was mixed. The headline non pom payrolls up 261,000 that did beat consensus expectations, but is still the lowest since December 2020. And uh, on the more negative side, the unemployment rate went up to 3.7 percent. That's up from 3.5% in September. Uh, average hourly earnings surprised a little bit to the upside, up four-tenths. It's, up, uh, it it's been up three-tenths the last couple of months, and this time up four-tenths, so a little bit stronger uh, wage growth. And uh, in another important indicator for the Fed, the uh, labor force participation rate ticked down by a tenth, which is not what you, you want to see and uh, as usual, you know, a lot, of, a lot of noise in this data uh, makes it a bit hard to interpret. For, but from a big picture perspective, the unemployment rate at 3.7 is still a pretty low. Job growth at 261, like I said, is slower than we've had recently, but it's still way faster than the underlying uh, labor supply implied by demographics, which might be 100,000 a month. So you'd have to say. Overall, the uh, labor market is, is still, in some sense, getting, getting tighter. Payroll growth is still uh, unsustainably uh, high, and uh, at some point, we'll run out of bodies and the payroll growth will, uh, will slow.
0: Looking outside of employment numbers, what were some other important economic indicators that we received this week?
1: Well, staying with the labor market, we had the to job openings for September. These surprised to the upside, so actually uh, increasing. Month over month, 10.7 million job openings. And uh, again, a lot of noise in this data. Big picture is that the job openings are down from the peak. The quit rate, which is uh, also an important indicator, down from the peak. But overall, it still looks like the very tight labor market. So in uh, this morning's data, again, unemployment rate was up. We had 6.1 million unemployed compared to 10.7 million job openings, so still a lot more openings than unemployed people uh, to fill them. And the other key releases this week were the ISM PMIs, uh, both manufacturing and services down uh, month-on-month in October, and both at their lowest level since May 2020, which is the beginning of this uh, recovery. So overall, you know, on the weaker side, and i I would say argue you know point to subtrend growth, so both indices above fifty indicating you know positive growth, but uh, you know moving closer to fifty services index, which has been relatively strong until recently now below its longer run average, so again, it suggests that the economy is growing below its uh, normal uh, trend, and I would take this as an indication that you know that the fed rate hikes are starting to weigh on the economy.
0: Turning to the Fed's November policy meeting, the central bank did announce another rate hike of 75 basis points, as was widely expected. What are your thoughts on the market response and what did you take away from Chairman Powell's press conference?
1: So it was uh, interesting. The you know, first thing we got was the FOMC statement, which hinted at slowing the pace of rate hikes. And I think it's always been the Fed's intention to slow down once monetary policy got a bit more uh, restrictive. So instead of uh, 75 basis points, they raised by 50 uh, in December. But and, and the initial market reaction was, in you know, looking at that statement, to, oh this is this is more dovish than expected. But Powell's news conference was very hawkish. It was a very clear message saying that there's a ways to go on uh, rate hikes and that it's very premature to talk about pausing uh, the rate hikes. And uh, his comments imply that the Fed will raise rates by at least another 100 basis points uh, before they're done and and probably more. Uh, Fed remains um, data dependent. It all depends on how the data progresses. But again, uh, nothing in uh, Powell's comments suggesting the Fed is done uh, raising rates soon and In fact, very, you know, even in stronger language than in the past, suggesting that the Fed is willing to see the economy go into recession if that's what it takes to bring inflation back down towards its 2% target.
0: So looking ahead, what are your expectations for the Fed policy's course through the first quarter of 2023?
1: We're looking for the Fed to raise rates another 125 basis points in total by, by next March. That would bring the Fed funds rate just above 5%. And we think that will be the terminal rate that the Fed will be done at that point. But as I said, it all depends on how the data comes in, especially the inflation data. We need some good news on inflation for the Fed to to stop hiking.
0: Now, looking ahead to next week, what will be taking place that investors should be mindful of?
1: So we do have some key economic indicators out especially we'll get the CPI data, obviously a huge focus on the inflation data at the moment because of the implications for policy. Uh, we'll also get the NFIB survey for small businesses. This will be very interesting uh, to watch. You know, what's going on with job openings among small businesses? How many of them are raising prices or raising uh, wages? And then uh, we'll get a couple of indicators which aren't as closely followed by the market, but are still employment is uh, still important. We get the senior loan officers uh, survey. So this is a Fed survey of banks, and uh, the last uh, the last um, release showed banks starting to tighten their lending standards. And I think it's likely that this will this trend will uh, continue as banks get more concerned about the possibility of a, of a recession, and uh, also we get consumer credit. And this has risen very rapidly in recent months. We've seen some record increases. Basically, people uh, adding adding debt to their credit cards to maintain their spending in in, uh, in the face of higher prices. So it'll be interesting to see if that uh, that trend uh, continues. And of course, other things to look at. Uh, you've got their earnings coming in, and also uh, we'll have the, the midterm elections. Um, you know so that would be very interesting to see how how the elections come out. I think more uncertainty than usual over over the uh, election outlook and uh you know some some interest in the markets as to the to the outcome of the election.
0: Thank you so much, Brian, for your input and insights. Again, today we have been joined by Senior Economist America's Brian Rose. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS Trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us.